Section 25 of the Theory and Practice of Brewing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Theory and Practice of Brewing by Michael Combrun. Section 25. Of the division of the water for the respective warts and mashes, and of the heat adequate to each of these that the whole quantity of water as well as that of the heat required ought not in any brewing at once to be applied to the grisk is obvious both from reason and from the example of nature who in forming the juice of the grape divides the process and increasingly successfully both the moisture and the heat gives time to each degree to have its complete effect a division of the water and heat to form malt liquors is equally necessary but previous to this division, the following general rules may be laid down. The grist, if possible, is at no time to be left with less water than what will cover the malt to put all its parts in action. In the first mashes for strong beer, an allowance is to be made for nearly as much water as the grist will imbibe. And lastly, the whole quantity of water used in brewing should be divided in a proportion analogous to that of the degrees of heat. Processes for brewing are carried on either with one copper or with two. Though the first of these methods is almost out of use, it may be necessary to give an example or two of the division of the water used in this case, the doing which will point out the absurdity of this practice. In brewing with one copper, scarcely more than three mashes can be made. Otherwise, the time taking up in boiling the warts and preparing the subsequent waters for extraction would be so long and to cause the grist to lose great part of its head and, in warm weather, perhaps to become sour. The whole water required might naturally be divided into three equal parts, was it not for the quantity at first imbibed by the grist. But as, in this way of brewing, the best management is to make the first wort of one mash, and the second wort of the other two, it will be found necessary to allow, for the first extracting water, four parts out of seven of the whole quantity required, and to divide the remainder equally for the other two mashes. Thus, if the whole quantity of water required was 51 barrels, the lengths of the extracting waters would be as follows. One liquor over 29 barrels over one wart. Two liquor over 11 barrels, two wart. 3 liquor over 11 barrels, 2 wort. The water imbibed and retained by the malt is allowed for this computation, which will be found just to every purpose for small beer brewed in one copper only. But in strong beers and ales, with three mashes, whether brewed at 1, 2, or 3 warts, the case will be somewhat different as care should always be taken to reserve for every mash a sufficient quantity of water to apply to the grist. For this reason, no greater proportion ought to be used in the first mash than that of three parts out of seven, and the volume of the malt is in a greater proportion to the quantity of water than in the preceding case. If, therefore, the whole quantity of water used was 35 barrels, the lengths of the liquor would be 1 liquor, 15 barrels, 2 liquor, 10 barrels, 3 liquor, 10 barrels. Employing only one copper must from hence appear and is allowed to be bad management. For, in some part or other of the process, however well contrived, the business must stand still 
and consequently the extracts be injured, by the air continually affecting them. The best and most usual practice, and that which here will be set an example, is to brew with two coppers. Other rules consequently are necessary to be observed, and I shall be more particular in the explanation of them. To preserve order, and to convey our ideas in the clearest manner, we shall make use of the four modes of brewing we mentioned in the fourth section. The first of these, which implies keeping pale, strong, and keeping pale, small beers to become spontaneously fine, are best brewed with two warts and four mashes, to allow for what is imbibed by the grist. And what is steamed away during the first part of the process, four-sevenths of the whole of the water employed, and consequently a like proportion of the number of degrees, which constitute the difference between the first and last heats of the whole brewing are required for the first wort and the remainder to the last or second. The proportion as to the water is permanent, but having now only a division of heat in the progressive state for the temperature to be given to the extracts, to put in practice the principles laid down in pages 64-65, the first wort, however, composed of several mashes, must be of one uniform heat, though less than that of the second, whose extracts, though more powerful, must, notwithstanding, be of equal heat amongst themselves. According to the rules laid down in section 8, the whole quantity of water requisite for a guile of keeping pale strong, or keeping pale small beer, is 51 barrels. In page 171 we found, including the heat lost at the time of extract separates from the grist, the first heat to form this process to be 144 degrees and the last 158 degrees. The quantity of water and the difference between these two degrees are required to be divided in such proportions as are best applicable to the purpose we intend. Water, 51 barrels, multiplied by 4, divided by 7, 204, gives 29 barrels for the first wart, and this deducted from 51, leaves 22 barrels for the second wart. The 29 barrels equally divided between the two first mashes is 14 barrels and a half for each. And the 22 barrels equally divided between the two last mashes is 11 barrels for each. The last heat for pale keeping beers is 160 degrees. And the first is 146 degrees. Their difference is 14. This, as above, multiplied by 4 and divided by 7 is 56, leaves 8 degrees. The proportion to be allotted to the first wart and 6 degrees, the remainder, to the last, in a regular progressive state, the elements for this brewing would stand as under. Malt's dryness, 119 degrees. Value of hops, 3 degrees. Whole medium, 138 degrees. First mash, 146 degrees, second mash, 154 degrees, third mash, 157 degrees, fourth mash, 160 degrees, first mash, 14 and a half barrels, second mash, 14 and a half barrels, third mash, 11 barrels, fourth, 11 barrels. But more exactly, to imitate the fermented liquors formed by nature, our first wort, answering to the germinating part of her process, must be one of the uniform heat in the extracts, and must likewise our second wort, 
see page 165, the mean then of the progressive heats of the first wart will be that which must be applied both to the first and second mashes, and the mean of the progressive heats of the second wart, that which must direct the third and fourth mashes, from whence are deducted. Elements for forming keeping pale strong and keeping pale small beers. Malt's dryness, 119 degrees. Value of hops, 3 degrees. Whole medium, 138 degrees. First mash, 150 degrees. Second mash, 150 degrees. Third mash, 158.5 degrees. Fourth mash, 158.5 degrees. First mash, 14.5 barrels. First wart. Second mash, 14.5 barrels. First wart. Third mash, 11 barrels. Second wart. Fourth mash, 11 barrels. Second wart. That this method of applying the heats to the mashes corresponds to the medium heat, which is to govern the whole process, the circumstances required in page 165, the following operation will prove. 29 barrels, the first wart, heated to 150, 1450, 29, 4350, 22 barrels, the second wart, heated to 158 and a half, 11, 176, 110, 22, 3487, 4350, whole quantity of water. Barrels 51, 7837, 153, the mean heat of four mashes. 51, 2, deducted for the heat lost at the tap. 273, 151, heat of the tap spending, 255, 119, malt's dryness, 187, 270, 153, 135, mean heat of malt's dryness of the extracts, 3, value of hops, 138, mean heat of the whole process. Admitting of the necessary variations in the medium heats, which are to govern processes for different purposes, and of those in the number of degrees forming the constituent parts of the must, in proportion as the drinks are to be formed, either to become spontaneously fine, or made so by precipitation, or intended for a longer or shorter duration. This rule will be found universally true when beers are brewed with two warts, but when, for the benefit of the drink, or on account of the smallness of the utensils, as is often the case, when the second mode of extraction is put in practice, we are obligated to carry on the process with three warts. These proportions must necessarily be altered, and the following have, in this case, been found most advantageous. The first and second wart ought to have two-thirds of the water, the first wart two-thirds of this quantity, the second remainder of this, and the third wart one-third part of the whole. Porter or brown beer is the sort of drink in which this division is most commonly observed. Let the whole quantity of water to be used be that of the brewing, of which the elements have been laid down, page 233, or 54 barrels. 54 times 2, 108, 36 times 2, 72, 24 barrels of water for the first wart, 12 barrels of water for the second wart, 18 barrels of water for the third wart equals 54 barrels.
The last degree for this drink is, with malt dried to 130 degrees, 165 degrees. The first, as per page 178, 155 degrees. Their difference? 10 degrees. Times 2, 20. 7 times 2, 14. 5, heat of first wart. 5 degrees to be proportioned in the first wart, and these deducted from 7 degrees, the number allowed for the first and second wart, there remains 2 degrees for the second wart, and 7 degrees deducted from 10, the whole difference, leaves 3 degrees to be proportioned in the third and last wart. A grist of 11 quarts of malt is too large. To admit of the water allowed for the first wart to be equally divided between the first and second mash. Therefore, rather than use the whole 24 barrels in one mash, a sufficient quantity only must be applied to the first mash, both to work it and to get as much of the extract to come down, and will save the bottom of the copper it is to be pumped into. By this management, there will be enough left to form the second extract with, or what by the brewers is termed the peace liquor, the exact quantity of water in the first mass should have, might be referred to the following section, but the order we'll have laid down will excuse our anticipating thereon. It has been found, and will hereafter be proved, that a volume of 11 quarts of malt dried to 130 degrees is equal to 6.32 barrels of liquid measure. That malt in general requires twice its volume of water to wet it, and this quantity of water is retained after every tap is spent. 6.32 barrels, volume of the 11 quarts of malt, times 3, 18.96, minus 6.32, 12.64, barrels of water and by by the grist, which, deducted from, 24, whole quantity of water allowed for the first wart remains 11.36 extract, which will be yielded from the first and second mash. 3.78, length of the first piece, which is sufficient to save the copper. 3.78 plus 12.64, quantity imbibed as above, equals 16.42, quantity of water for the first mash. Plus 7.58, quantity of water for the first mash, equals... 24 whole quantity. The elements of this brewing, as we have seen them, page 178, placed in a progressive state, will be as under, where the quantity of water allowed for the first wart is divided into two mashes, according to the circumstances just now taken notice of, where the second wart is formed by one entire mash, and the water allotted to the third wart is separated equally into two parts. For the two last mashes, and when the 10 degrees of heat, the difference between the first and last heats employed, are as near possible proportion to the lengths of the warts. Malt's dryness, 130 degrees. Value of hops, 4 degrees. Whole medium, 148 degrees. First mash, 155 degrees. Second mash, 160 degrees. Third mash, 162 degrees. Fourth mash, 164 degrees. 5th mash, 165 degrees. 1st mash, 16 barrels. 2nd mash, 8 barrels. 3rd mash, 12 barrels. 4th mash, 9 barrels. 5th mash, 9 barrels. But, for the reasons alleged in page 236, they admit of the following variation. 
Elements for brewing brown beer or porter. Malt dryness, 130 degrees. Value of hops, 4 degrees. Whole medium, 148 degrees. First mash, 158.5 degrees. Second mash, 157.5 degrees. Third mash, 162 degrees. Fourth mash, 164 degrees. Fifth mash, 165 degrees. First mash, 16 barrels and one wart. Second mash, 8 barrels and one wart. Third mash, 12 barrels, 2 warts. Fourth mash, 9 barrels, 3 wart. Fifth mash, 9 barrels, 3 wart. As, if proved as before, the same correspondence will be found with a medium governing heat. The third mode of extraction is intended for a drink which is soon to be ready for use, in which, in the coldest season of the year, transparency is expected, and, in the hottest months, soundness. To procure these intents, we have already shown, page 191, it was necessary to vary the medium heats governing these several processes, in proportion as the seasons of the year differed as to heat and cold. Our present business is a proper division of the whole quantity of water necessary for brewing. Into the respective warts and mashes, and to apply to each, the adequate degree of heat. One single example will suffice for the operation, and the whole variety this drink is subjected to will be expressed in the table subjoined. The general practice to brew common small beer, and which is best, is to form with it two warts and four mashes, and, in this case, as was before practiced for keeping pale beers, in order to allow for the water at first absorbed by the grist. Four-sevenths of the whole quantity is required for the first wort, and the remainder for the second wort, dividing these quantities again into equal parts for their respective mashes. As a speedy as spontaneous placidity is expected in every season of the year, and as every means for producing this without affecting the soundness of the drink, must be put in practice and the whole number of constituent parts are not only applied, but likewise the progressive heat suffered to take place. For here, through necessity, we are compelled to forsake the rules nature pointed out, as in pages 64-65. The reasons why are obvious. This drink receives no benefit by the slow progress nature recommends, and therefore very little by the impressions of time. In page 232, we found the whole quantity of water to be used for the brewing there specified, 51 barrels, and in page 191, we find when the heat of the air is at 60, the first heat is 154, the last 174 degrees. Water, 51 barrels, multiplied by 4, divided by 7, 204. Gives 29 for the first wort, and this is deducted from 51, leaves 22 for the second wort. The 29 barrels divided into the first and second mashes will be 14 barrels and a half for each, and the 22 barrels, equally divided by the third and fourth mashes, is 11 barrels each. The last heat for this brewing of common small beer is 74 degrees. The first heat, 154 degrees. Their difference, 20, multiplied by 4, and divided by 80, leaves, to avoid fractions, nearly 12. To be proportioned in the first wart, and 8 degrees, the remainder of the 20, to the second wart, in a regular progressive state. The elements for this brewing are malt dryness, 
130 degrees. Value of hops, 2 degrees. Whole medium, 148 degrees. First mash, 154 degrees. Second mash, 166 degrees. Third mash, 170 degrees. Fourth mash, 174 degrees. First mash, 14.5 barrels, first wart. Second mash, 14.5 barrels, first wart. Third mash, 11 barrels, second wart. Fourth mash, 11 barrels, second wart. The quantity of water used for brewing small beer is in proportion to the largeness of the grist and the price of the grain. This admitting of almost an endless variety, it is needless to pursue it. But the dryness of the malt, the value of the hops, the medium governing the process, and the heat of the extracts being fixed, and constant degrees of the heat in proportion to that of the air, I have constructed the following table, which will be found useful to the practitioner in every season of the year. Heat of air, 35. Malt's dryness, 122. Value of hops, 1. Whole mash, 135. First mash, 138. Second mash, 150. Third mash, 154. Fourth mash, 158. Heat of air, 40. Malt's dryness, 124. Value of hops, 1. Whole mash, 137. First mash, 140. Second mash, 152. Third mash, 156. Fourth mash, 160. Heat of air, 45. Malt's dryness, 125. Value of hops, 1. Whole mash, 140. First mash, 145. Second mash, 157. Third mash, 161. Fourth mash, 165. Heat of air, 50. Malt's dryness, 127. Value of hops, 1. Whole mash, 143. First mash, 149. Second mash, 161. Third mash, 165. Fourth mash, 169. Heat of air, 55. Malt's dryness, 129. Value of hops, 1.5. Whole mash, 146. First mash, 152. Second mash, 164. Third mash, 168. Fourth mash, 172. Heat of air, 60. Malt's dryness, 130. Value of hops, 2. Whole mash, 148. First mash, 154. Second mash, 166. Third mash, 170. Fourth mash, 174. The last business of this section is to divide the quantity of water requisite to brew pale ales or amber and to apply to such divisions their necessary degrees of heat. This liquor is rather an effort of art than an extract imitation of nature, as in it the greatest transparency, joined to the greatest strength, is expected in a very short time. To obtain these ends, the whole number of the constituent properties of malt and two mashes only are employed. In the first, in order to favor its pellicity, the lowest adequate extracting degree must be used. And in the second, to cause the malt to yield the whole of its necessary parts, the highest fitting heat must be applied. The whole of the process is, nevertheless, subjected to the governing medium heat of 138 degrees, the highest which admits of voluntary brightness.
But where a drink is formed with two mashes only and boiled off one entire wort to keep the due proportion between the quantity of water used and the heat required in the extracts, and at the same time to allot the proper quantity for which is imbibed by the grist, the most convenient division found will be three-fifths of the whole quantity of water to be applied to the first mash and the remaining two-fifths to the other. I know to this custom may be objected that the first mash for amber should be a stiff one in order the better to retain the heat. But this, in the division here proposed, may equally be obtained by a proper allowance made in the intemperating of the water without affecting the proportion of the heats required, as otherwise must be the case. From eight quarters of malt to make thirteen barrels of fine ale. Thirteen length, half, boiling half hour, equals twelve and a half, wastewater, twenty-six, whole water employed, multiplied by three, equals 78. Divided by five, gives 16 barrels for the first mash and leaves 10 barrels for the second mash, the lowest heat being required in the first extract and the highest in the last according to page 194. For the 16 barrels, it will be 144, and for the 10 barrels, it will contain 164 degrees. But as the heat of the air occasions a difference in the quantities of hops to be used, and from hence the extracts are somewhat varied, it has been judged convenient to add the following table. A table of the elements for forming pale ale or amber at every degree of heat in the air with the allowance of two degrees of heat in the first and last extractions. Heat of air, 35. Malt dryness, 120. Value of hops, 1 half. Medium heat of the extracts of the malt dryness, 138. First heat, 147. Last heat, 167. Heat of air, 40. Malt dryness, 120. Value of hops, 3 quarters. Medium heat of the extracts and of malt dryness, 138. First heat, 146. Last heat, 167. Heat of air, 45. Malt dryness, 120. Value of hops, 1. Medium heat of the extracts and of malt dryness, 138. First heat, 146. Last heat, 166. Heat of air, 50. Malt dryness, 120. Value of hops, 1.5. Medium heat of the extracts and of malt dryness, 138. First heat, 145. Last heat, 165. Heat of the air, 55. Malt dryness, 120. Value of hops, 1.5. Medium heat of the extracts and of malt dryness, 138. First heat, 145. Last heat, 165. Heat of air, 60. Malt dryness, 120. Value of hops, 2. Medium heat of the extracts and of malt dryness, 138. First heat, 144. Last heat, 164. In summer times, it's sometimes thought better to brew this drink with malt more dried. For convenience's sake, I here insert two examples. Heat of air, 60. Malt dryness, 122. Value of hops, 2. Whole medium, 138. Heat of first mash, 142. Heat of last mash, 162. Heat of air, 60. Malt dryness, 124. Value of hops, 2. Whole medium, 138. Heat of first mash, 140. Heat of last mash, 160.
For the management of small beer made after amber, see page 197. Thus, having shown how to ascertain the quantities of the malt, the hops, the water, and the heat to be used, and to proportion them to each other, as the good or bad properties of beers arise from these extracts, and fire is the governing agent, we must now seek the means to administer the right portion of heat, and so to temper the water that is to form the extracts, as to not be disappointed of our intentions. In the calculations made by this purpose, not only the water and the copper, but the value and effect of the grist as to heat and cold must be considered. End of section 25. Recording by Matthew Newell.